I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. In 2005, comic book artist and illustrator Matt Fury. Can I just say, sorry, I don't mean to jump in, but I thought when you said it. And I thought you were going to say in September 2001. And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. The relief. Oh, no. The relief. <laughs> I was literally... Th- like, cut all this. Stays. Cut, th- cut this, please. I was thinking the okay. other day, like... Hello, hello. No, this is not a simulation. After our summer break, we are back. Cue the air horns. <laughs> so welcome back to Goats, the show where each week we will be crowning the greatest of all time of one particular topic. Or will we? That's right. As part of season four, we have some new episode formats which we are really excited about. We won't say too much now, but look out for those coming very soon. And don't worry, we'll obviously still be doing plenty of classic GOAT episodes as well. So, if you're new around here, or if you haven't bothered yet, you know who you are, make sure that you go and subscribe to this podcast on your podcast player of choice, and check out our Instagram at the underscore goats underscore pod (laughs) where we post all of the new political leaks and alien info we do and if you really like us then go and check us out on patreon and just give us like a million quid please because that'll just that'll be nice if there's any if you're a millionaire and you listen to this just drop it in there you know you don't need it um but with all that out of the way, how the devil are you two? Obviously, we've caught up a couple of times in this break, but we haven't actually recorded for what feels like 5,000 years now. Mm. I know, it feels quite strange. I feel quite nervous. Yeah. You're nervous? Yeah. <laughs> right. So you're shaking. Have a sort of un... You're nervous for the 10 listeners. Yeah, well, yeah, I just got this sort of... They're going to think you've lost it. ...bubbling urge to say something really, you know, inappropriate. What have I been up to... I have watched some good telly. Um, I've watched the whole of Invincible, the whole of Deadlock, and the whole of the first season of Vox Machina. Never heard of it. All three are very good. Vox Machina is... Do you know the D&D podcast Critical Role? Oh, yeah. They're like voice actors who do a podcast 
that's D&D and it's very funny but it's also very well done because they're all voice actors and that mm. campaign has been turned into an animated series mm-hmm. which is yep. on uh, Prime and is very, very good. Cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's really worth watching as well. It's like very funny. It's very adult. There's like tits and gore and swearing. It's really, really good. Really, really good. <clears throat> and um, they all, <clears throat> I don't know if you said that already, but do they like, are they all reprising They their all roles? voice, yeah, they yeah. all voice the characters they voiced. It's like produced That's by cool. Critical Role. So it's like wow. its own thing. It's really good. I'd really recommend it. A lot of money if they can yeah, produce cool. a sh- fucking animated show. Like, wow. Yeah, no. I mean, it, it's doing really well. Um, and obviously, yeah, if you haven't watched Invincible, go and watch Invincible. Uh, that's also on Prime. Michael, did you finish it or did you just watch one episode? No, I've only watched the first... I think I've watched the first four, maybe five episodes. So far, I'm loving it. It was really, like... I love the fact that they, like, play on all this funny superhero trope. It's basically a comedy, I think. Oh, yeah, it is, yeah. It's hilarious. Like... It just playing on the superhero tropes, but then there's moments where like it's actually just really badass. And obviously, I'm a big fan of gore and yeah, it's quite dark kind of as well stuff. in so, places. Yeah, it's really dark. Yeah, it, mm. it it's a really good, really really well written show. I know it's based on a comic, but the yeah, show yeah. is the only thing I've seen since. It's really well written, so I really like it. And Seth Rogen's in it, so he like he executive that. produced it, I think, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Did didn't he also executive produce The Boys? Yeah, he was. A, which I feel like is. It, I, I haven't seen it, but I feel like similar. that the the boys is like yeah, the live action version kind the, of like the boys superheroes in real life. Yeah, the boys is basically about how superheroes are all actually the bad people, and the people trying to kill mm. the superheroes are actually the good people, and that's what it's yeah, all about. Yeah. Anyways, should we actually do this now? If you haven't already noticed, we took our break. At the best time ever. We meticulously plan this out years in advance so that we can come back with a bang for episode. Drum roll, please. 69. Cue the air horns again. <laughs> and we have one hell of a goating today. We are going to be crowning the greatest sex position. Yes! Yes! Ha! Got him! Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, that was clearly a joke. We have something even better. What's it? Today, we are going to be 420 blazing it with Snoop Dogg, Grumpy Cat, and Bad Luck Brian. (laughs) While we search Reddit for the rawest and hottest memes that's right. <laughs> this week, we're going to be crowning the greatest Mimi. <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> now, for those of you without internet access, what is a Mimi? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's already so stupid. <laughs> I hate it so much. I you love it. Scrap no, it. I love it. <laughs> you good? No, keep going. Let's see how long we can last. Okay. Well, the Oxford definition is an image, video, piece of text, etc., typically humorous in nature that is copied and spread rapidly by internet users, often with slight variations. But really, it's just funny shit, isn't it, mate? Mm-hmm. And really, memes have become a staple for human interaction in an age where you can interact with anyone at any time through mobile phones. The majority of human communication isn't even words. It's quick video clips and pictures, 
We even respond and reply to people with gifs and memes instead of actual reactions. Memes have taken over the world, but one of them must be the best. One of them must be the greatest. But which is it? It's time for Seb and Vinny to convince me which one of you Can wants I go to go first. Can I go first? Seb, so I think Seb got in there quicker. Oh, fuck actually. off. <laughs> so I think I got there first, so I'm going to go first, if that's right. Yeah. Okay. Um, I just want to start off, I, this isn't part of my thing, but I remember the first time I realised that memes weren't just internet pictures, but were like just jokes. Because I was watching a PewDiePie video and he was like, oh, that's just such a mem. And I was like, what? And he just yeah. meant like, it's like a joke. Like, oh, that's just such a mem. Like, we're, we're just memming you. And I was like, what? What does memming mean? But it just means like an inside joke. I never, I genuinely, I yeah. remember vividly. And I felt like, I felt so out of the loop for a second. Like when people... I know what you mean though. Like in early Facebook days, it was like, I thought that a meme was literally just like the troll face. Yeah, yeah, that's all I thought that it was. That was it. It, it, uh, yeah. it had to be categorised. So I was like, oh, certain things aren't memes because they're not in that category. I 100% agree. Without realising that it's literally just anything, a TikTok video, a Snapchat, anything that's funny that you can just post. Exactly, and I never knew that. It's just like a, no. it's like a viral inside joke. It can be a cultural thing as well, I think. Like, you don't even have to be on the internet. You can be at a pub and, like, you can reference something you've seen on the internet. You can see someone walking yeah, past definitely. with like, some shit shoes on and be like, whoa, those me. And that's just, like, a real-life meme. You could be, like, a living meme. Like, a couple of my friends I know are just walking, talking memes. <laughs> 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 I don't know how you said that so seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing it was going to come just so nonchalant, like it was natural. But it's no, it's true. It's true though. You like it's true. I have friends who are just I know. I yeah. Like that. I know a couple of walking mems. It's just. It's just. It's just the odd. rock. The rock is a walking mem. DJ Khaled, living mem. Mm. Yeah. Um. But anyway, look. I want to talk to you today about Jesus. No, about. A mem that memmed so hard that even those circle-jerking divas at the government... Imagine I did air quotes there. The government mm -hmm. got involved. The mm. ultimate mem. The, ult the ultimate me. <laughs> <laughs> you picked Trump. No. Okay. So let me cast your minds back to late December 2020. It's the middle of the pandemic, or the scamdemic, <laughs> as me and Pitbull called it. We've been inside for months. That was a bit of a meme, wasn't it? That was a right meme. Meme. What, what am I calling them? <laughs> Mems. That was a right meme. <laughs> um, we've all... We've all been inside for months. Nobody's done anything interesting in so long that we're all starting to go a bit mental. And some people have started messing around on the stock market for fun. And apps like Robinhood and Trading212 have turned what used to be a high-flying job into the pastime of just your regular average Joe. Reddit people are just user. Do Yeah, your Reddit users. People are just doing it. It's like a game. Fucking Robert Hood gives you a little thumbs up and a, sends off some confetti when you do a good trade or whatever. It just becomes like fun and silly. And like you said, one of those really 
potent places where this obsession, this new excitement had taken off was Reddit. Like obviously Reddit has a million different user bases and a million different things. And I'm sure there'd been people taking note of the stock market on Reddit way before 2020. I'm not saying that, but it really got momentum. There was a lot of people indoors, a lot of people getting government pay. Like we were all on furlough. The Americans were getting their weird checks People had a little bit of weird disposable income. Like, do you remember in the pandemic where, like, despite the fact no one was earning, we all kind of actually were doing all right-ish because no one was going outside. So people could just spend money on shit that you wouldn't normally spend money on. Saved a Um, lot of money. Hot tubs, hot tubs and rattan furniture went through the fucking Yeah, no, exactly. Because you're just like, well, I'm not going to the pub, so I'll just spend it on Call of Duty Battle Pass. I have not (laughs) bought a Call of Duty Battle Pass since the pandemic ended. I bought five during the pandemic that's <laughs> absurd like yeah. yeah what else am i gonna do it's yeah. 20 quid I, uh, who gives a shit um so anyway look it's important to note for those of you normies who aren't on reddit that there's kind of two different sides of reddit there's a very sensible very helpful side of reddit with subreddits where you can just talk about your shared passions from lego to bonsai trees to your favorite pornography and people take it really seriously and are really nice and genuine and they're like oh i'll help you with that thing and then there's the other side which is just this cesspool of super meta jokes within jokes and filled with this sort of general sense of pride of just being slightly what's the word contrary just not doing what you're told, doing everything against the grain. And to put that into perspective, there was a sub a few years ago, there was a subreddit called World Politics and World Politics became very sanitized and it was people felt that it was boring on like censorship and people's posts were being taken down if they said anything that went against like the political grain. And so adult content creators just start filling it with the homemade pornography. And that was just funny. Like one minute, the sub is filled with deep analysis on the Spanish judicial system. And the next, it's a girl deep throating a giant alien dildo. I just love that shit. But that's what we're dealing with as a community here. That's the kind of vibe we're aiming at. And I'd say almost bang in the middle of those two communities is a subreddit called Wall Street Bets. And it's both people, it's it's both people posting well-meaning, earnest, genuinely sound financial advice. And then on the other hand, it's people dumping their entire disability benefit, disability benefit, disability benefit into a South Korean dildo factory because it's funny. Like that's, it's like these weird two groups and everyone just like one minute, someone's like, yeah, you should really, you know, you should do this with your savings and you should create a life plan. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Blah, blah, blah. And the next, the same person is like, I just put my 401k into a dildo factory because fucking YOLO. And and that's just, that's like the vibe. Right. And the one thing that everyone can agree on is that the fucking system is rigged, the corporations suck, and that massive companies buying and selling stock en masse can fuck themselves. And it's within that context that we meet the central character of our story, a man called Keith Gill, or as he's more commonly known, Deep Fucking Value, or Deep Value, or DP. No, DV. Now, (laughs) Deep Value was already a Wall Street bets legend. On the one hand, he was a successful retail investor. Like, and retail investment means like you're just like a loan investor. You're investing on the free market that's open to everyone. Okay. Um, 
and he was not part of some massive hedge fund. He was just a loan investor. But he also had this habit of combining savvy investments with doing stuff kind of for the bands in a way that sort of always seemed to pay off and was just quite funny. And he has a YouTube channel as well, which has another name. I can't remember what that YouTube channel is called, but everyone knows him. And in December 2020, Deep Value starts talking about the company GameStop. Now, I don't know if you've heard of GameStop. GameStop is like the American version of what we call game in the UK. It sells... We used to have GameStop in this country. We did. Oh, really? I think Game bought them, yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, GameStop is a physical goods service for video games. So you go in and you buy it in-store. It's an in-store yeah. video game service. And I don't know about you, but I can't remember the last time I bought a physical physical game and neither could anyone else. So their stock was just slowly dropping, especially in the pandemic because no one could go outside. But Deep Value noticed something really strange. He noticed that despite the fact that the stock was dropping in value, several hedge funds were still buying it. Why is that, you may ask? Well, they were shorting the stock. Now, shorting is both very complicated and very simple. I'm a simple man, so I will explain it the simple way. Okie dokie. Shorting a stock is when you borrow a stock off a stockbroker, sell it straight away for what it's worth at that time, and you hope that that stock loses value over time, and then a few months or a year later, you buy it back for less than what you sold it for, give the stock back to who you borrowed it from, and you keep the profit. And I still, when I first read that, I was like, I don't really get it. So I put it in an analogy. This analogy is more for me than it is for you. But it's like, imagine if I said, Mork, can I borrow your brand new phone, your brand new iPhone, and I'll pay you £100 a year to borrow it. And I borrow it and straight away I sell it for a grand. And then a year later, I buy it back for 600 quid. And I give it back to you with the 100 pounds for borrowing it. I've made 300 quid because I sold it for a grand, bought it back for 600 and gave you 100 for the process of borrowing it. So I'm 300 quid up on the deal. And that's what they're doing. They're borrowing a a share. (laughs) You get that, Mork? (laughs) Do you get it? That's like one of those, like, where the guy, like, gives, like, you know, have you ever seen those videos that are so funny where it's like, look, mate, if I buy your tenor for 20 quid and then you give me a tenor and then I sell your tenor back to you for 30 quid, look, now we've both got 30 quid, but it's like, no, w- what? It, it, it is exactly It doesn't actually make like any that. sense. But that that is like... made, no one's made any money. The guy has just lost the money. <laughs> well, that's like, that is literally the system. Right. Like, that, that, that is what it relies on. They're borrowing a thing, selling it, even though it's not theirs, they've just borrowed mm-hmm. it for a grand. They buy it back later for 600 quid and then just give it back. So they've just made 400 quid in that process, kind of for nothing. Is it illegal to um, uh, sell like a stock you've borrowed? Do you know? Is that like. No, no, it's fine. Okay. It's absolutely fine. As long as you give it back when you're asked to give it back. And that is where this becomes very important. Okay. So Deep Value started looking into this and he's like. Not only are they borrowing and they're kind of betting on the market to fail. They're, they're putting a bet on it yeah, to go wrong. That makes sense, yeah. Mm. They're also borrowing loads. Like they are putting all their eggs in one basket. Like several hedge funds have put almost all of their assets into GameStop shares in the hope that they drop in value and then they buy them back for less and then they make a profit. 
And he's like, that's really weird. Like, get like hedge funds never put all their eggs in one basket. So he makes this YouTube video and he clearly explains it quite simply, mm. probably better than I did. And he said, I don't think GameStop is going to keep falling. I think it might rise and I think they're going to lose a bunch of money. And he explained that GameStop were coming under new management and this manager had already been very successful at a different company, turning them from a physical company to a digital one. And that's ah. exactly what GameStop needed to do. And so everyone's like, shit. And so he himself bought $53,000 worth of GameStop stock for $19 a share. And it was kind of a joke. He was like, look, these hedge funds, eventually they have to buy it back. They borrowed it and sold it straight away. I now have what they borrowed and they need it from me. Otherwise, they're going to get fined for not giving it back. So if I just hold on to it, it will get more and more valuable because eventually they need to take it from me. If, if they don't break... get it back, it'll be breaking the trading. Line. Yeah. So they have, oh. to, they have to take my, my money. And so he bought it and he published this video. Then a few more people bought it as a bit of a joke. Then a few more. <laughs> then a few more. And so on. And so on. And suddenly the value stops dropping and it starts rising. And everyone gets diamond hands. And everyone gets diamond hands. Yeah. So the more people realize that the hedge <laughs> the funds moon. would have to buy back, <laughs> the more they kept buying. And you're probably thinking, well, how's that a meme? And the meme how's is... That what? How's that what? Oh, sorry. How is that a meme? That's it, yeah. You're probably thinking, how is that yeah. a meme? Correct. Well, it's a meme because people weren't really in it for the money. And that is why this works so well. People weren't doing it to make a profit. They were doing it to prove a point to prove that the hedge funds were betting on the market to lose and that that's slimy. And they were like, fuck you. What if we just buy it all and we don't let you have it back? Like, what if we just don't? What if we just all agree we're not giving it back and then you're fucked? We're not going to sell it no matter what the price is. And to be fair, look, it peaked. And a lot of people did sell when it peaked. Well, But a lot of people didn't. And a lot of people also just bought back what they'd put in maybe a little bit extra, but left quite a lot still in the bank. And then people started posting images of their COVID relief money, buying more and more and more. <laughs> and the higher it rose in, in value, the funnier it became. And people just kept committing to the bit, dumping more and more money into this meme. And it's becoming more and more valuable. And some people are saying, we should give up. We should just sell now because what if it bursts? And other people are like, no. I'm just going to hold on. And at the front of all of this is Deep Value, who people assumed would cash out as soon as he made a profit, but he didn't. Instead, he committed to every time he posted on Reddit, he would double the amount of money he'd already put in. So he's just accelerating now. He's putting more and more and more. He's reinvesting profit into this meme. And by January, the stock had racketed from $19.94 a share to $65 a share. So people had tripled their investment. But it wasn't over. Because on January the 26th... I I did, but too late. On January the 26th, Elon Musk tweeted the simple word, Game Stonk. Is that where the word stonk comes from? Yeah. The next (laughs) day, those shares, which had been worth around $20 a month before, were now worth... 
almost $350 a share. Oh, my God. And at this point, chaos breaks out because people still aren't fucking selling and the hedge funds are let's so sorry if i had actually gone in let's let's pretend i'd gone in and just bought like just gone oh yeah fuck it i'll just get on in this meme and bought like 300 quids worth of stuff because that's all i had when it was like 19 yeah. cents or dollars whatever and after musk tweets stoink and it's like 300 a piece can i just be like yo just hit the sell button right yeah, now? yeah you could just hit sell yeah Mm-hmm. How can and I people just did. hit the sell button? Well, people did, but some people didn't. And Someone's just going to buy it straight away if I just hit the sell yeah, yeah, button. Yeah, because, yeah, because it's called a squeeze. The hedge funds so need it back. The hedge funds need it back, and the higher the value gets, the more desperate they are to get it back before it becomes more valuable. So it just right. becomes this like snowball where they, they have to take it at some point, and they want to take it before it gets even higher than it already is. So there were so people that like, made a genuine like shit ton of money. Oh yeah, I mean we know people. Uh, some I won't say their name, but someone who listens to this show made two people who listen to this show made an enormous amount of money. Damn. Not an enormous, but quite a lot. How much? In fact, I don't know. It's Seb and Ed. I will bleep their names, but they made quite a lot off GameStop, didn't they? I think Seb still got a lot of his game uh, GameStop stocks back. I think he's bought more in like than he did at the start, like initially, even though he has cashed out a little bit. Okay, well, I should also say, actually, at this point, I meant to say at the top of the show, I've got to give a big thank you to both Seb and Ed, who helped me massively with this script, because I messaged him and was like, I think it's a great meme, but I don't really understand what it is. Ah. And fucking Seb and Ed really, really helped me understand, like, what exactly had happened. Nice. Um, Now, I bought in at, I think, about 290 a share. And I could have sold, but I didn't. I held. I put 100 quid in at 290. So at one point, I was about 50 quid up. Mm. But I oh, just right, held because yeah. I thought it was funny. Um, so, and this is where the chaos begins because the hedge funds are like, give our fucking stocks back. And the Reddit people are like, no. no. It's just funny, isn't it? What if we don't? And at one point, when the stock was at its highest and the most Redditors owned it, in theory, this didn't happen, but in theory, if the hedge funds had actually bought back all of the stock which they'd borrowed and then sold, that transaction would have made up 10% of the world's GDP. Jesus. <laughs> so they really did go to the <laughs> they, moon. They really did, but they didn't sell. And that's where this gets a bit shit. Um, fair play, people didn't sell because they thought that they'd fuck the system. But as we all know, if you try and fuck the system, the system you fucks you. fucked. Because of course, at this point, that circle junking, circle jerking, weeby government <laughs> steps yeah. in. Because overnight, for some very strange reason, all of the major retail investing platforms like eToro, Robinhood, Trading212, stopped accepting buys on GameStop. Oh, I wonder no. why you do that. But what they did do is they did let you sell. So they created an artificial environment where people could only sell GameStop shares. They couldn't buy anymore. So they capped the market. They've popped the bubble deliberately. And they thought this would cause people to panic. And a few people did, but a lot of people didn't. Most people just thought it was funny and just held the money anyway. And at this point, the meme evolved because it was no longer about making money whatsoever. It was just about watching the hedge funds burn. 
because people, the people, the dreamers, the memmers, started doing the one thing that those fucking Wall Street mouth breathers couldn't understand. <laughs> they started deliberately losing money as a laugh. The more the price fell, the more people not only refused to sell, but started buying more and started posting oh things gosh. like diamond hands, ape together strong. To and those name. brave heroes, which I'm proud to say I'm a part of, resulted <laughs> in the loss of billions of dollars for those fucking ganking hedge fuckers. Now, some of those hedge funds did manage to move some assets around. And this is Seb's words, Seb's words, not mine. Use some hedge fund trickery to avoid buying back. But most notably, some didn't. Melvin Capital, one of the primary investors in shorting, lost $2.7 billion because they couldn't afford to buy back the stocks that they'd borrowed and then sold. And they, along with you, along with several other high-profile hedge funds, announced that they were closing down the next year because they just lost too much because of the GameStop mem. Mm. Now, so I present to you a mem there's not some silly little frog or an inside joke, but a revolution that brought those fucking high-flying hedge fuckers at Wall Street to their knees. For a second, they were back down on Earth. To the moon, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was great, so you went slightly over, but I'll forgive you. Um, the only thing I'm thinking of now is, did that contribute and i know they're fucking the system and i hate the man too you know me you do fuck the government all that i hate all them but they are the people that run the simulation and mm. did doing that mimi call mm. contribute at all to the financial crisis that we face ourselves in now today do you think Absolutely if 10% not. of the world's GDP, like all those hedge funds closing, would that have had a knock on effect, you reckon? Absolutely not. Because those hedge Are these funds. these just rich assholes. None of that money is. That, that's all that's happened there is that some of the top 1% have lost some of their money. Okay. That's money that n was never in. Because it's, it's also like imaginary money. Like it's money that doesn't yeah, exist yeah, yeah, because yeah. like they've borrowed something that doesn't exist to sell it to someone who doesn't exist. To, yeah. You know, it's just. Oh, Vinny's got a fly sort of. Um, a really long one but do you know what i mean like is because they never <laughs> yeah, bought yeah. it back the money doesn't really exist like they kind of even the ones that lost money kind of only lost pretend money because again it's all just like tied up in the idea that something is worth something that yeah isn't, you know, theoretical it's funds. not real yeah yeah well in that case then yeah happy days fuck the hedge funders the hedge fuckers I, I i will say fuck Fuck the man. Obviously, I, I live with someone who, like you mentioned before, someone who was very much in on this mame and has invested a lot of money <laughs> in it so far. And he obviously got really, really into it at the time. And, you know, shouts to Seb. Like, he fucking loves finance uh, now because of it. Like, he got so into finance afterwards. Um, but, like, I've always asked him. I've always asked him, like... I, like, could you explain to me what's going on? Because I'm, I'm, I've got a tiny brain and I don't understand what the fuck <laughs> this diamond hand business is all about. But your maths. You... Yeah, but finance is like words and shit. I can't do words and shit. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I, I could never understand it. 
but honestly, Sebek, you the you did it. You put it in a really good way, and I I, I think I now understand what the fuck this is all about. You've done it justice. Yeah, I think like, that's the thing. Nice. Sometimes when a, I get this well, like sometimes if someone you want, it, let's say you want to learn something, you ask the expert, you ask the intelligent people, yeah. But they understand it so well that they don't yeah. necessarily have the language to explain it to someone who's stupid. Yeah. But if, if a stupid person can grasp it, yeah. it's always better to have something explained to you by a stupid person. That's that's the thing. I'm a stupid person exactly. who spoke to someone who understood it and then did some Googling and some more Googling. And then I Formed found, I found vague. it. I found an explanation literally for children. And then I read that <laughs> and then I kind of understood it. Um, their explanation was done with apples mine was done with iphones but it's a similar thing it's same thing you borrow a thing and then sell it to me in the hope that it loses value and then you buy it back off me for less than you than i bought bought it for in the first place Mm. and then you give it back and keep the money but and instead, a great meme, a great meme as well. Yeah, because <laughs> that's the whole point. That's what we're it's talking a great, about. Isn't it? It's a great meme. I think it's a fantastic meme. I think it's a meme that that transcended memeing. Even if you didn't get it, like I only really this sounds so cringy, but I don't mean it like this. It's, I only got into Reddit at that time. <laughs> I say got into Reddit, but I only really knew what it was and kind of could figure it out, work out what was going on with it right and like could understand the website started and using then it started to enjoy it yeah. started using it yeah in like the pandemic and stuff so i was seeing all this like to the moon what the fuck like all this stoink and i was like what the hell and like i was like i, I don't understand that something's going on with gamestop what the hell yeah but now i know even more about it i appreciate it a lot more i appreciate the meme a lot more now it's a fucking i think it is it is a, it's a good mem and i just think like I just love sticking it to the man. Fuck the man. Oh, yeah. Fuck the man. And I love this idea that they were like, well, you know, they'll fucking sell eventually. And everyone was like, well, we just don't. And there's a whole group of people called super stonkers who I guess I'm a part of, but I'm not really a part of. I just kind of, I'm sort of tangentially part of it. People who still haven't sold, who think that the hedge funds are playing like a super long game. One day it's going to come back. And that eventually they will have to buy back. So they'll do it, but maybe they'll do it in like 10 years when no one's looking. But what's the value now? Uh, it's currently dropped back down. It's not as low as... It, I can check on my phone because I'm still... Are you still, still up? No, I'm down. I'm like £75 down. How much did you put in? Um, because the value is dramatically I put dropped. I put, I put 100 quid in when it was at like two two ninety. So mm. I was really late. Oh, it's just because um, you were so late to the game, yeah. But I still made money for a bit. At one point, I was like, I think the most it rose to was like 165. So I put in 100 and it went up mm. another 50%. But then I just held because I, I kind of put the money in. Again, it was pandemic money. I just put it in as kind of a laugh. So I just yeah. held and 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 now it's not worth anything. Yeah, the, but... the thing is, you you can never know when to actually pull out because you, you it could be a massive peak just after you decide to sell you never know it's complete luck it literally is so thanks Seb that was great sorry now for the quiz this week yes we're back on the quizzes I'm gonna actually change it up slightly and I haven't actually picked the questions yet ooh I have in front of me a quiz with 125 Mimi trivia questions and I know that you guys are two of the biggest memeers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a memlord. <laughs> that I know. 
So what we're going to do is I'm going to give you both two lives. And I'm just going right. to select questions from this quiz at total random. And if you answer incorrectly, you lose a life. Lose both lives and you're dead forever. Understand the rules? Let's go. Yes. Let's do it. Vinny, you can go first. So I'm just going to, because it's a really long thing, I'm just going to scroll up and down like this. Stop. What is the somewhat logical term for the internet prank and meme in which an unexpected appearance of the music video for the 1987 oh, Rick Astley sake. song Never Gonna Give You Up is planted into an unrelated link? What is Rick Rolling? Yes, Rick Rolling is the answer. I got, I got Rick Rolled for... For Christmas once, my brother bought me Rick Rick, not Rick Rolls. What's his name? Uh, Rick, Ash- Rick Astley. Rick, Rick Astley. My brother bought me Rick Astley's greatest hits as like the only but uh, the only Christmas gift I received that year from him. It was just that, and it was like ah, I got Rick That's Rolls. Really funny. And I was like, mm, I would have I would have loved an actual present. <laughs> I'm actually a yeah. bit bummed out by this. <laughs> was that Ben by any chance? It was Ben. Yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. And it turned out my mum really liked Rick Astley. We were like, Rick, a- Rick Astley has fans? <laughs> we only know the one yeah. song, what? We thought it was just a meme. Yeah. Yeah. Mimi. Mimi, sorry. <laughs> Seb. Seb, here's your question. What nickname was given to French soccer star Kylian Mbappe by his teammates after the purple-wearing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle? Oh, fuck. I don't know. I don't know the, t- the turts. Um... <laughs> It's a three. I can only. He's a Ninja Turtle. Which one is he? It's the nerdy one. Leonardo's the cool one. I can't remember any of them, but Leonardo. They're all. If you don't answer quick enough, you lose a life. I'm just gonna say Leonardo. Oh, you're one life down. I'm afraid it was Donatello. Oh shit! Seb, you're you're a whisker away from death already, my friend. I always Um, am. Vinny, I'm just scrolling now. Your question. Okay. Oh, so... I am genuinely doing this at random, and even when I see an a question I know you know the answer to, I'm still going to do it. The origin of this meme is a quote from Peter Jackson's 2001 film, The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship what? of the Ring. Is it one must not? In, one... <laughs> in this, in, let me finish the okay, question. Okay. In the scene... Boromir tells the Council of Elrond one does not simply walk into blank. For fuck's what sake. Is the word? So I had to remember a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Seb, honestly, this is completely random. This is completely random. There's 125 questions on it. It's completely random. That's the Mimi, okay? Vinny, okay, what's your answer? Uh, what is Mordor? One does not simply walk into blank. M- Mordor. Correct. Why do you say what is Mordor? I don't understand. It's like Jeopardy. What is, Mordor? is that a meme? It's like Jeopardy. He's just, he's, he's just memming Jeopardy. Oh, okay. Mordor, correct. Vinny, you are holding on to your life yes. very well. Seb. Yes. There is an extremely popular and durable Mimi which features two superheroes pointing at each other. This image comes from episode 19B from a 1967 episode of an animated television show. Who is the hero in this popular meme? What is Spider-Man? 
Wrong, it was actually The Flash. No, correct, it was Spider-Man. Spooderman. Hooderman? Spooderman. Udeman. Anyway. More like that impromptu rap there. More like Stonker Man, am I right? Because he's got a stonker on. Vinny. This is a good one. This is a good one. You'll get this. Okay. The fact, the fact that I think, because I, I can see multiple questions at a time, but I always go with the one my cursor's on. But the fact that I can see all of them, and I think you'll, like both of you, you'll get, you'll get, you'll get, just shows how big meme lords you guys are. Um, sometime around 2014, which streaming service and chill became a euphemism Netflix. for, you know, sexual activity? Netflix, that's right. Vinny, moving on to the next round. Also, you're walking on eggshells here, buddy, because you've only got one life left. Sorry, can we just Amazon Prime and chill later? <laughs> <laughs> Seb. Yeah. Once YouTube's most watched video of all time is a 2007 viral meme in which a child complains that his brother named Charlie did what to him? What is bit my finger? Ding, ding, ding. Correct. Oof. Always that, that on for a while. That's, that's, that's crazy. That's still the most viewed video on YouTube. Once the most viewed. Oh, once. Sorry, sorry. Yep. Vinny, mm-hmm. what is the four-letter Mimi term for the internal monologue captions frequently in Comic Sans font placed atop pictures of Shiba Inui dogs? Oh, Doge. <laughs> it's only bloody done it. The answer's Doge. Yeah. This man knows his Mimi's. <laughs> Mimi's. <laughs> that was a tough one. Nah, Doge Seb. is a pretty popular meme. Male privilege is a myth. What three-word phase, phrase completes the 2018 sign made by conservative podcaster Stephen Crowder, which has since been parodied endlessly in memes? What has changed my mind? Ding, ding, ding. He's only gone and done it again. He's done it again, that funny icon. I'm going to have to get some more difficult ones or we'll be here for hours. Yeah. Vinny. Yes. A popular meme amongst fans of Loddle Cats is a cat peeking through what elevated portion ceiling. of the room? The answer is ceiling <laughs> cat. <laughs> yeah, ceiling cat, dude. Old, old as fuck meme. Oh my god, right. Okay. Oh. <laughs> That's interesting. Seb, what popular internet meme whose official name was Tata Sauce I was, was best ju- known for her distinctive mental. look, which was caused by an underbite and feline dwarfism. I was thinking about that before you picked that. That's insane. It's Grumpy Cat. That's weird. I was thinking about that before you said it. It is Grumpy Cat. That's correct. Vinny. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a tough one because I have no idea what this one's going on about. Okay. In 2021, what lifestyle brand posted a meme of Ben Affleck whispering something to a seemingly eye-rolling Gwyneth Paltrow in the late 1990s? Paltrow had no direct hand in the post, but did quickly 
post her surprise at the joke. What lifestyle brand did you say? Yeah, what lifestyle brand posted that meme of Ben Affleck whispering something into Gwyneth Paltrow while she's rolling her eyes? What is a lifestyle brand? Adidas. <clears throat> yeah, I guess, yeah. Versace, I don't know. Fucking Ikea. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> I'll just say... Ralph Lauren. Uh, uh, loser <clears throat> life, Seb. What did you think it was? I think it's the sort of thing Peloton might do. Nope. The answer is goop. Oh, of course. For Gwyneth Paltrow. sake, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that... Yeah, 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 yeah. Damn it. You knew your, you knew your memes, but you didn't really know your memes. <laughs> Hang on, are we mean? both still on one, aren't we still on one life each? Yeah. No, Vinny hasn't got an answer wrong, so now you're both on one life each. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. So, Seb, question over to you. Yes. Dog head, plain donut body, rainbows coming out of its butt, that's donut dog, a tribute parody of what internet character? Hell yeah, dude. I, I know Seven. I know Vinny knows this. <laughs> is it Nyan Cat? He's done it again. Oh, I actually Nyan just pulled that Cat. out of my ass, mate. Nice. Oh, nice. I st- when I say that, I hear the music. Yeah, same. When you said it, I heard the music as well. <laughs> Vinny. Mm-hmm. Burger Beard, also known as Painty the Pirate, Sings the theme song to what long-running and frequently meme Lazy Town animated TV series? Oh no! I'm gonna have to take your first answer. No, Vinny, he, as Lazy he, Town. Fuck. Unless you did answer before I answered, I'll give you I one think other have go. Another go there, because you you didn't know it was animated before you said Lazy Town. Do you want it, me to read your question about, again? Yeah, it's about a pirate. Did you say? Burger Beard, also known as Painty the Pirate, sings oh. the theme song SpongeBob to what's long pants. running. That's right, it is SpongeBob SquarePants. You got like a half a life taken off there. Mate. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll take it. Thank you. Seb, what yes. CEO of the commercial space company Blue Origin? probably more known for his mega-successful retail company, became the subject of many memes in 2021 when his test rocket was said to look like the male anatomy. Jeff. Soulless fucker Bezos. Incorrect. The answer was actually Jeff Bezos. His middle name's not. Got it. Mate, he's just memming. Vinny. Yeah. While it got popular on 4chan, question mark with a little degree symbol, double question mark, question mark with a little degree symbol, actually first appeared on the Finnish equivalent of Reddit in 2012. What's the name that starts with L for this emoticon face? So the emoticon face is a question mark with a little degrees, two question marks, and a question mark with a little degrees. What is the name for that face? Oh man, I always forget the name of it because it's just, it's like Finnish or something. Starts with an L. Yeah. Ah, oh, fuck. I always I'll give forget you a clue. It's not a Finnish name. Hmm. It's just a regular old name. Oh, really? I was going to go with Larry then. You're dead. Ah. You're dead. You're actually dead. 
What's he called He's again? He's actually died. You, you could have gone with any old regular... You, well, you probably had two regular old L names to go for. You went for Larry, but the answer was Lenny. Oh, oh It was yeah. 50-50. But that crowns Seb as the biggest mim... Lord. In the world. In the world. Oh, that, that little face was my... Um, was my uh, Discord name for a while on a Discord server that we're all in because someone changed it and I didn't know how to change it back. Okay, well, with the quiz out of the way, Vinny, it's over to you. Give us your greatest meme of all time. Guys. Yes. I fucking love memes, right? <laughs> they're just they're just so great. I, I just I they're just horribly a, a big part of my life. And they they've been so popular for so long and they just they just seem to get be getting even more popular really, I think. And as much as I've always loved memes, and guys, I really love memes. <laughs> I've always personally felt that the one problem with memes is that they stop being funny after a while. I remember thinking lolcats were literally the greatest thing I'd ever seen when I was like 10 years old. But I do not remember the last time I actually Cringe. laughed at a lolcat. I have, mm. can I just butt in here and say I had it. We, me and Mork were both in army cadets. And I remember finding an army cadet meme page and there was one of Austin Powers and it said, you didn't bother to forward assist. I also like to live dangerously. And I laughed at that for about 25 minutes. I thought that was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. I was like, that is genius. And I remember my friend was looking at me and he was like, Seb, it's not that funny. Have you never seen a memo before? And I was like, what is this? This is unbelievable, Jeff. A reference that I understand, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was that. I, I was like that when I saw uh, the first ever, like, it was like, keep calm and carry on. I was just like, 25 minutes, I was just on the floor, like, what? Now, how did people ever find those funny? Like, <laughs> well, I, yeah. didn't get, I never got, got, like, the popularity of them. There is something very unique about the first time, or even not the first time, but when you see a meme that is a very, very specific reference to something that you wouldn't imagine anyone else mm. would bother to make a meme about. There's this little jump of like, oh my God, I get that. That's like a thing that I would do. Mm. And I, I don't know what that is. Relatability. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, where was I? Uh, Lolcats. Can't remember the last time I laughed at a lolcat, but I, at the time I thought they were just the best thing ever. And you it's were the obsessed. Same- yeah, it's the same with like rage comics or like MLG montage parodies. Oh, I haven't laughed at stuff. either of those in like a very long time. And sooner or later, no matter how good the meme is, it gets overused mm. and it dies out. That is, except for one particular meme. In 2005, Comic book artist and illustrator Matt Fury created an online comic called Boys Club. It featured four young anthropomorphic men who lived together and the plots were generally just guys being dudes. In the very first edition of Boys Club, one of the main characters, a frogman 
named Pepe, is caught pissing with his trousers down by his ankles by one of his friends. When, when questioned about it later on, Pepe replied with the now iconic line, <laughs> Feels good, man. <laughs> Three years later, a user on the anonymous image board 4chan scanned the page containing this line and uploaded it to the site. And it was a, an immediate smash hit with 4chan users. They fell in love with this little funny frogman just having a good time. They adopted the feels good man face into different variations, such as the angry face, <laughs> and even and even turned his frown upside down and changed the line to feels bad man. <laughs> Whatever emotion or feeling the users could think of, they made edits of Pepe's face to convey those emotions. Pepe the Frog became a mainstay on 4chan due to its rampant relatability and gross amounts of versatility. He would spread to other popular social media platforms such as Tumblr, where he would become known as the Sad Frog, as well as being the site's most reblogged meme of 2015. Now around the mid-2010s, Pepe the Frog would leave his niche in humble beginnings and blow up in the mainstream. Suddenly, everyone and their mums were posting Pepe in various relatable formats, extremely relatable formats. Even music stars like Katy Perry and Nicki Minaj got in, the, got in on the Pepe craze <laughs> at this time. Now, to fight back against this crazy popularization of the frog, people started posting rare Pepes. <laughs> where they would make unique, never-before-seen variations of the frog with the idea that the fewer times you've seen that particular Pepe meme, <laughs> Pepe meme, <laughs> the more valuable it would become, thus spawning a sort of mock economy of the meme and even kind of being like a precursor to the NFT craze of a couple years back. Oh, shit, yeah. Just kind of an That's interesting like thing to think about. Mimi. And now it's become a new Mimi, the Mimi of, let's see, a rare one. Yeah, yeah. It's evolved. Yeah, it, it's evolved. That's the thing, yeah. This seemed to have the opposite effect to people wanting to um, make it more niche again, bring it back to its roots. That, sorry, can I just interrupt and say that's the cringest thing? If you want to bring a meme back to its roots... <laughs> You you need to you need to find something else to do. <laughs> you're talking yeah, about it's just like you're talking about Vinny's like whole life. Yeah? You need to get a job. <laughs> if you are worrying about a meme going back, a mem sorry. If you're worrying about a meme going back to its roots, you you honest. I it sounds hard, but you need to get a job. <laughs> I will say, I, I, during this time, it did annoy me a bit, just because like. Man, when 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 a certain meme gets so popular, like it just, it get you see it fucking everywhere, mm. and then it, it just stops being funny, and it re it's really annoying because certain memes, sorry, certain memes have just like gotten completely ruined just by like being way too popular, and I just see it far too much, and mm. it just completely kills the joke for me. It's so yeah, annoying. That's it's unfortunate. Just, that's just memes, memes. <laughs> <laughs> Such a stupid joke. 
Anyway, the rare, the rare Pepe market actually made the Pepe Mames even more popular, with Twitter also reporting it was their most retweeted Mame of 2015. So the basement-dwelling mega-nerds of 4chan's darkest crevices start to make extreme and offensive versions of Pepe. Oh, no. Like him donning a Nazi officer <laughs> outfit, maybe. Oh, yeah. And although these were still very much the minority of the Pepe Mames out there on the internet, they would soon change when none other than Donald fucking Trump would post an image of himself on Twitter as Pepe the Frog <laughs> in late 2015. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. No, he did not. <laughs> Along with a link to a YouTube video called Can't Stump the Trump Volume 4. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> yes, he fucking did. Look it up. <laughs> uh, no, that's not real. <laughs> yes, it fucking is. At Cody Av, at Drudger Report. At whatever, at right in Trump, you can't stump the Trump and a YouTube link. Is that real? Yes. <laughs> oh god. Oh my fucking god. Oh, okay, no. fantastic. <laughs> During this time, the far right and mostly internet-based political group known as the alt right were very much big fans of Trump. Unsurprisingly. And so when seeing the potential Republican candidate posting Pepe, the amount of hateful variations, unfortunately, massively boomed. It was starting to become increasingly difficult to disassociate Pepe the Frog, our little frog lad, that, like, feels good, man. He just loves pissing with his, with the, his pants down and his ankles. That's just... He loves being wholesome. free, man. Yeah, just nice, chill, wholesome... But it was beginning to be difficult to disassociate him with white nationalism and many far right wing people, as well as self proclaimed white nationalists, began posting Pepe and even wearing Pepe merchandise, which makes it look bad. <laughs> I'm not no, one of them. <laughs> you're gonna tell, he, he's going to come back, right? Maybe. We'll see. This all culminated in the Anti-Defamation League, or the ADL, adding Pepe the Frog to their list of hate symbols in 2016, right, behind, right between the Iron Cross and the Svostika. What? Both are Nazi things. Damn. Yeah. The original creator, Matt Fury, was outspoken about his disdain for this new direction Pepe was heading in. And he even worked with the ADL to combat this. He sued right-wing organisations for using his creation and even went as far as to make a one-page comic in 2017 where he killed off Pepe the Frog. That's a big step. But despite all of this, all the way in the East, in 2019, Pepe was being used by protesters during the Hong Kong protests. Mm. The people of Hong Kong didn't know about the bad reputation Pepe had gotten in the West, and they used him as a figure of hope and free speech for the people of Hong Kong. Matt Fury even welcomed the protesters' use of his character. Although Pepe still remains on the ADL's list of hate symbols to this day, 
In fact, I think it's the first thing that comes up if you type in Pepe the Frog on Google, his uh, ADL page. Right. It seems the racist connotations of the Mame have more or less disappeared <laughs> online. He's been made into many popular emotes on the massive streaming platform Twitch mm-hmm. and has even had a resurgence in the uh, Apu Apustasia form of the meme where it's basically Pepe the Frog but poorly drawn. I'm sure you guys have seen that form of him. Probably. But I'm not, I'm not the biggest memeer, so... You're right, Memlord. If you visit 4chan or any other social media platform, you'll still see Pepe as one of the most popular memes. It's a testament to just how funny and versatile he is that he's still just as big today as he was 15 years ago, which, as we all know, is probably about a century in internet internet, years. That's a long time. It's crazy to think that this funny little frogman who was first introduced to the world through a piss joke and even his name, Pepe, is just a shortening of PP, by the way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the name is a meme, too. Yeah. And I did only, you know, I that, like, the origins day. of the word meme is shortened for me, me. <laughs> Shut the or fuck some up. people say meme, meme. And that's where we get the word <laughs> me, me from. <laughs> The learning time with Mork. <laughs> I should do ASMR. Of. No, you shouldn't. Alright, Wog, why are you little sluts? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna do my, my ending bit again. <laughs> do your ending bit it's again. It's crazy. It's crazy to think that this little frog man who was first introduced to the world through a piss joke has gone on to become the most one of the most widely recognised faces on the internet. He's gone through thousands of changes, survived being normified, so to speak, <laughs> became a hate symbol to some, and a symbol of freedom to others, whilst remaining a reliable source of humour to all. I'm going to end my bit with a quote from Matt Fury himself. And he said, In the end... Pepe is whatever you say he is. And I, the creator, say that Pepe is love. Pepe is love. Oh, nice. That was a cu- nice, kind ending to it. Damn, that is... Vinny, you've smashed this one out of the park. And, Seb, you have also smashed this one out of the park. This, is be- this has become a super, super tough decision. And I did not think that an episode about the greatest ever Mimi would be a really tough call to make. I love Pepe the Frog. I didn't know about the Nazi stuff, but... Really? (laughs) No, I have no idea. I mean, everyone. the thing is, with the internet, everyone's going to turn everything into Nazi symbolism at some point, aren't they? Let's be real. Like, everyone's going to take something and make something bad out of it. It... It doesn't mean that that thing is that thing because it wasn't intended like that. Some people are just fucking twats, aren't they? That's how you know you've made it on the internet is if is if some far-right nationalists start trying to associate themselves with you yeah. and you have to be like, no, stop! That's how you know that you've made <laughs> because it. Because they've been pushed... The far-right Purple nationalists, stuff. everyone knows they're such <laughs> massive twats. They've been pushed so far back to like the outreaches of society that they see something that 
like, oh, everyone's in on that. Let's just stick a, stick a swastika on it and we'll be relevant again. And everyone's just like, no, fuck off. Um, but I love the, like, ultra-rare gold Pepe thing. I think that that <laughs> as a Mimi is so funny. And that's, like, not even the purpose. That's, like, the evolution. That's, like, the Charizard. But there we go. So, and then, so that's, I mean, that's Pepe the Frog, really. And then on the other hand, you've got To The Moon. Is it Stoink? Stonk. 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 What's Stoink? Nothing. Um, it's just, that's, that's, when, that's when pigs get into investing. Stonk and To The Moon was pretty crazy even though i didn't understand it at all i didn't know even know what was going on and i think most people probably probably the majority of people who would have seen that would not have known what it was about i reckon and even the majority of people who invested didn't know what the fuck was going on exactly. they were just like to the moon yeah, exactly That's they, what no I, one know. I literally I remember just being like, Luce, I'm doing this thing because it's funny. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, go, go. But that's kind of the charm of it. That's kind of the me-me of it, is that like everyone's like, me, me, wanting to get on on the me-me. And that's how these things evolve. And <laughs> <laughs> Me, me. That is disgusting. <laughs> that is disgusting behaviour. Everyone just jumped on That it. is disgusting. Like, they, they did oh, send it to the God. moon. Like, they did actually full send it. They did. Um... They committed to the but bit. I need to decide. Um, I think I've decided, although ugh, I'm not super happy with my decision either. I wouldn't be super satisfied with my decision either way, and I wouldn't be super happy with it either way either, because right. there are good points and bad points to both of these arguments. And I'll just... So the good points of Pepe the Frog... It's Pepe the fucking frog. It's probably the most longevity. Even the troll face died. It fully died. Yeah. And that was like, that would never die. But Pepe carries on. He's transcended memehood and become various other things and the ultra rare Pepe and everything else. They are the strongest points you can get as a, as a Mimi. But it's got a little bit of Nazi stuff. But really, I don't. I kind of don't hold that against it because that's not what he's about. That's what because you're other a massive pe- Nazi. No, that's just because no, because like we said, everyone's going to take. Everyone on the internet has the ability to take something and make something bad out of it. It doesn't mean that the thing is. Yeah, bad. it's true. Um, and then you've got to the moon, which was, which is epic and is a great meme, and especially because it fucking stuck it to the man, and I love that. That I like. To kind of took money from them and like just fuck them over and it's about people rising up and i love that great for those reasons but it kind of was like a flash a very very oh, bright yeah. flash um it's not really relevant now and it wasn't really relevant for and it probably could never come back it doesn't have that longevity do you know what i mean and Definitely also yeah. like yeah i think it's not so accessible as Pepe because if you kind of don't understand it, you're just going to scroll past it and be like, to the moon, fucking brilliant. What they, moon conspiracy theorists? What What's going on? And you might just scroll past it. It's very much both ends of the mem spectrum. It is. Because yeah. one of them is long, long standing and the other is much bigger, like way more effect. Access, yeah. But it literally took, it was over the course of realistically like for most months. people. 
oh not even that like six days oh, right. like like when the actual massive boom happened it was like six and days they got elon on it which is pretty funny but then pepe's got fucking trump that trump thing is so good you know what <laughs> trump versus elon musk who will win in a fight <laughs> despite all of that I've, I've actually just made up my mind and despite all of that i'm doing this subjectively and crowning what I think is the goat based on subjective reasoning. I am not actually that good at the internet. I've only just found out what Reddit is. I don't know what 4chan does. I've never been on there. I barely can tell a meme from a meme. And so for me, it's really important that these things are accessible so that I can stay relevant to my friends when I post a funny little joke. And for instance, your Discord... Vinny and Seb that I'm on I don't get it most of the time and I'm like fuck I'm stupider than I even thought like do you know what I mean no you'll get that though but that when I first turned up I didn't know what the fuck was going on that's why I'm gonna crown Pepe as the greatest Mimi of all time because of its accessibility to dumb fucks like me because Mimi's are for everyone apart from Nazis don't Nazis get off Pepe because it, that's bad. Yeah, fuck off, fuck off. But for normal that's people not, like not me, very pog of you. who are stupid and can't get on it very much, I like it because it's me. It's accessible. So Pepe's got to be the greatest meme of all time. But no shade to to the moon. That was fucking wicked. Vinny, did you want to revel in your victory? Feels good, man. Feels good. Feels good, man. Pissing with your pants that up. Does he piss himself? Feels good, man. No, he pisses with his pants around his ankles because it feels good. That's what I do. <laughs> Feel the breeze between the knees. Yeah, but you sit down with... Wait, don't tell him that. that. <laughs> right, well, we need to finish this because it's an hour and 45. Yeah. And yeah. I've got to edit this shit. All right, sorry, boys. So, Pepe is the greatest Mimi of all time. Time. Fantastic. And that... Let's go. That is the end of episode 69. Which itself is a bit (laughs) of a... Yeah. So, thank you very much for listening. Thank you guys for joining me. Next week... Do you know what we're doing next week? That wasn't... wasn't, Don't ask a question. I'm scrolling. (laughs) What are we doing next week, Morg? Tell me. Tell me what we're doing next week. Next week, we have a special treat. Next week, already... This is how fucking good we are. We're already pumping in new content for episode 70. Mm -hmm. We are doing one of our new show formats, which is... Get this. This is how... These are the three most creative brains in the world. Wotes. The worst of all time. How have we... Two entire business meetings, hours of meetings, and we hours, genuine, genuine hours. hours, and we're doing the worst director of all time. It's me versus Vinny. I have a sneaking suspicion who I'm going to pick already, so I'm very much mm. looking forward to that. Just fucking slagging people off. So, if that's everything, I think happy days. See you next week. Love you. Bye. Love you, bye. Mimi, love, bye. Even 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.